Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindres Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. I'm Judith Rivers, who along with my husband, Dwayne, formed the Rivers team with the Phyllis Browning Company. The Rivers team possess a deep understanding of both residential and ranch properties. The Rivers team pride ourselves in providing client personalized service from the initial listing meeting to staging and photography to marketing and even to the final negotiations. The Rivers team reinvents real estate with luxury concierge at your service. Find us at theriversteam.com. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is discovering a new perspective and rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories told on the show reveal God in new ways. We look in the mirror of our dogs. In the reflection, we find aha moments, bringing to light a deeper understanding of love, value, purpose, and belonging. Find us at GodInOurDogs.com. Click follow on the God and Our Dogs page on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site and on YouTube, where you will find bonus material from our guests. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. Our guest today is Dwayne Rivers. Dwayne is a real estate expert with over 40 years of experience in the business. He is half of the Rivers team with Phyllis Browning along with his wife, Judith. Dwayne is an award-winning horseman and devoted community leader who works quietly behind the scenes to help others, especially youth. Best of all, Dwayne's dogs would introduce him as my human. Dwayne Rivers, we're so happy to have you on the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. That's great. Well, you know, you told me before the show that when you grew up, your goats were probably more likely to be in the house with you than your dogs. Tell us about growing up with dogs. Yeah, so growing up where and when I did, we were in the country and we had lots of farm animals. And then we had a dog or two and my dad wouldn't let the dogs in the house. They were yard dogs. And actually where I grew up and when I grew up, that was pretty typical. Having a dog in the house was not as typical as now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody had a dog, but it was a dog in the yard and maybe you took it out. Maybe it went to the ranch with you. Maybe it hunted with you or or maybe it just stayed in the yard, but Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. was, it was a yard dog. Yeah. Did they have protection responsibilities? Like you mentioned that you had goats. Did I know lots of times dogs are used to protect sheep and goats and that kind of thing from coyotes and other varmints? Yeah, they there were working dogs also. Mm-hmm. There were kind of two different categories. There were just the yard dogs that were kind of your dog, and then there were the working dogs. 
and there might be the dogs that lived with the goats that actually protected them stayed and then there might be the others typically border collies or Australian shepherds that were used to maybe gather the goats or sheep or cattle or whatever out of the mm -hmm. out of the pastures so, yeah. so uh, was, but they were working dogs yes yeah, so, so much more of a purpose I guess working purpose I should say yes yeah so when did that change well, it changed for me when I went to college then. I decided I'd always loved dogs, and so I started having a dog and started allowing that dog in the house. And so it was, there were no more rules for my dad or anybody. I could put the dog where I wanted, and so I enjoyed having the companionship, my dog around mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. opposed to in the yard. Yeah, yeah. So was that a hard transformation to make in your relationship with dogs to look at them more of a presence in your life? When they're out in the yard, they're not so much of a presence, are they? Oh, I think that's very true. You know, the whole concept now of the service dog and all of that, I mean, didn't exist. You know, it was a service dog, but it was service in that it did some job or maybe it was just a dog in the yard. Mm -hmm. And that relationship dramatically changed when I brought the dog in the house and then the dog is around. I mean, growing up, if you were at home, you were probably in the house and the dog was in the yard. And maybe you went out and played with the dog, but probably not. If you have the dog in the house, the dog is always present. Dog is always there. Was that a hard adjustment? It was not for me. I mean, it is different, and I think you have to get used to it because, again, they're always present. Good thing about a dog is they're just present for you. They're not, you know, needing, wanting, whatever. They're just wanting to hang out with you. That is definitely a different situation than what you grew up with. Absolutely. Yeah. And then we've carried it on, and obviously uh, we've had several dogs and continue to have several dogs. Well, you know, it kind of makes me think a couple of things. We This show's all about learning how to rely on God like our dogs rely on us. And I'm wondering if this show would have existed when we were growing up and the dogs were yard dogs because there there wasn't a whole lot of interaction between you and your dog unless you were you know, working the sheep or working the cattle, working the goats, whatever it might be, and having that interaction. And I would agree with that. I think it would not have existed. And, and we had a whole different relationship with our dogs at that time and looked at them as a whole different being mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. we do now. Yeah. And I agree, it, there wouldn't have been a show like this. Yeah. I kind of wondered, too, in, in thinking about this, are we yard dogs or do we treat God like yard dogs sometimes? I think it, you know, we probably do both. He will be present with us always without even asking. Mm -hmm. So maybe we're more guilty of making him a yard dog because we just throw him out the back door and close the door and then we carry on with our lives and we're not close to him, but he's still there where if we put him in the house, we're going to come in the house. So I think, you know, unfortunately, we probably treat him like a yard dog a lot. And, you know, if we think about like being in God's house, I mean, that's church or wherever you worship, that's his house, quote unquote. And if we don't go there, even though he is in our, wants to be in our presence in our whole life and everywhere, we can be a yard dog and not go to his house too. Absolutely. And again, we can open the door and God will come into the yard with us. But he also commands that we should gather with other like-minded people, which is why we would go to 
his house, mm -hmm. which in our example, maybe that's, you know, you just open the door and go in. Mm -hmm. I mean, going to church is not hard. Just go do it. But, you know, we all have an excuse why Sunday morning, Wednesday night, whatever your church schedule is that, well, it's not convenient. It's not whatever. We really miss out a lot on not joining in with like-minded people for worship. And we, we miss something if we think we can do it all on our own. Absolutely. And I think we, we just went through almost two years an example of that. Right. Where we were not allowed to do those things. And I think we saw how it was easy to walk away from and hard to come back to. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. But, and, and you hear all the statistics now as far as mental health having such an impact. And it seems to me, and I'd like to know what you think about this, that I think our spiritual health is tied into our overall health, our emotional health, our physical health. What do you think about that? Oh, there's no doubt. And I think as long, if we, you know, it's, it should be God first. And if we'll do that and have our spiritual life in order, the rest of it will be. But as that gets sideways, and I think part of that, again, we can spend time in his word. We can spend time in prayer anytime we want. And that's mm -hmm. all great. But we still need to go to other humans. We are social beings mm -hmm. and we need to be around other humans that are like-minded yeah so, you know unfortunately we have free will so we can be around all sorts of humans mm -hmm. but we need to seek out the ones that are like-minded and spend time with them and let them you know hold us accountable lift us up especially when times are tough like through covid for example we needed to encourage one another because that was it was shocking. I remember the first time I went to the grocery store and there was nothing on the shelves. <laughs> and I mean nothing. It was shocking to see that and then to be isolated. And yes, we worshiped online, but there there was just something missing there. Yeah, it's. I mean, the relationship is different on Zoom, that's for sure. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. our society, even before COVID, we're so now into our phone, mm -hmm. which isn't really a phone because most of the population doesn't use it for speech mm -hmm. so we text or email and we don't even have a zoom we don't have any relationship other than we just typed out a few words right and we don't and then i think you know we can say that we love that covid brought us zoom because we didn't have that as much but it's pretty easy to just go why don't we get on a zoom call and there's just so much miss than sitting as we are right here across from the table right and seeing one another yeah, and yeah. emotions and mm -hmm. the rest of it. I mean, it's that's all lost in emails and text. Yeah. And it's somewhat lost in our fake background Zoom mm -hmm. call. Yeah. I've had people ask me, well, Meg, um, do you have guests from all over the country? And I said, you know, not yet, because I really like sitting across the table from somebody and seeing their reaction and getting to know them better if I don't know them. And there is... Something totally different than that. And I, so we could actually have yard dog relationships with our family if we let ourselves, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 Pretty easily. And I mm -hmm. think that's because again, in that yard dog time of our lives, we also sat down at dinner. Mm -hmm. Oh, good point. We also, if TV was in your house, you had one of them. Right. And it had two channels and you all sat and watched the same thing. Now we all have two to 22 TVs in our house. And we're too busy to sit down for dinner. So Yeah, and I think about it, and I, my husband was the same way. We grew up with a party line oh, yeah. on the phone, and I'm sure people don't even know what that is anymore. There are probably a good 
benefit of our listeners that don't know that you used to have to share a phone line. <laughs> <laughs> and stand and wait and yes. keep hanging it up for Mrs. Yeah. Jones to get yeah. off. Yeah. And then where was the phone? It uh -huh. was in the very center of your house. <laughs> and if you wanted a private conversation, there wasn't one. There wasn't one. Right, right. <laughs> well, I, um, so I guess the bottom line is um, it's, it's good that we're reminded with our dogs that they're present for us, we need to be present for them, and also think about what that means as far as our relationship with God goes. Absolutely, and I think one, and you know, not to, I mean, the show is about our relationship and how does that go with our dogs, and so not to compare God to a dog, but our dog is always there, mm -hmm. and that's what God tells us, it's always there. You know, all we have to do is seek him and we'll find him, he's mm -hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how reassuring is that? And sometimes in our our fast-paced world, we don't slow down enough to think about that. And uh, yeah, that's not a good place to be. Yeah. yeah, it's super easy when you need some help to be present. Mm -hmm. And then when everything's going well, it's a little harder to be present. That's right. But mm -hmm. your dog doesn't change those. Mm -hmm. He's present always, and he's always happy to see you. Yeah, good or bad. He doesn't have a bad day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, Dwayne, um, you've had lots and lots of dogs since you brought them inside at college. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But before that, I want people to know what it's like to do business with you and Judith and Phyllis Browning. Tell us a little bit about your approach to real estate. Well, I hope the one thing that people take away is that we're we're a friend of our clients. We're not, they're not just clients. And yes, we get people from all over the world and we don't know them obviously maybe at the first interaction, but we hope that through the process we become friends and not just clients. I hope they see that we're trying to do every facet of it as, a, as we would for a friend mm -hmm. and uh, obviously try to be you know, very careful with the details, mm -hmm. but more than that, be more careful with the details of our friend that is our client. Mm -hmm. You know, it's there. It's a most any real estate deal, especially home ownership, is physical because you got to do it. It's financial. It costs money, and it's spiritual. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things going on there. Right. Right. And, and it, the one thing I can say about you and Judith is that you listen very well to everyone who's involved in the process, and that's really important. Yeah, I hope that uh, there's a lot of, with some of the online platforms and all, and, you know, it's easy to look at a real estate commission as a lot of money, and it is, but there's so many small facets of lots of players that are involved in it from start to finish. And there's the emotions, again, all of those same three things I said mm -hmm. earlier. And to try to orchestrate all that as best you can, because I hope that at the end of the process, our clients slash friends thought it was pretty smooth and pretty easy. Mm -hmm. Now, not to say it wasn't emotional. I can't take that out. I can only be there to help with the emotions. Right, right. And I hope that's what they do. And we, you know, we do it full time. We're serious about it. We do it 24-7. And... You know, we love what we do. Mm -hmm. Well, that shows. And how can people find you? So you can go to our Facebook page, uh, The Rivers Team. We have a YouTube channel where we are doing several different podcasts on different things from financing to staging your home to non-related to Bernie to doing your landscaping. Mm -hmm. And then obviously we have theriversteam.com. We both carry cell phones. You can find those in all of those things. You will get us at all times. Well, great. Thanks so much. And I so appreciate you and Judith 
being sponsors of God and Our Dogs and all you do to bring the show to our listeners, as well as Branscom Law, Wheeler's Western Outfitters, and Kendall County Abstract. And because of all of you, we have a wonderful website, godandourdogs.com, including my blog and the sign-up for Weekly Thought to Ponder with stories based on my dogs on the Want a Treat page. You can also listen to those Thoughts to Ponder Thursday mornings at 745 and 845 on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM or the Bernie Radio app. So check out the show webpage for regular updates and resources. That's godandourdogs.com for lots of treats. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. Hi, this is Superintendent Tommy Price, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. We are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host, and joining us today is Dwayne Rivers, who is a real estate broker with the Rivers team with Phyllis Browning, along with his wife, Judith, and he has 40 years of experience in the business and is an award-winning horseman and also very involved with the community. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for allowing us to be part of your show. Yeah. Well, what we were talking about, Dwayne, before the break was yard dogs when you were growing up and bringing them into your home and what that kind of indicates towards our relationship with dogs and with God and other people, especially during the challenging times. Let's talk about some of the fun times. You've had lots of dogs along the way. I think you've even had as many as 10 at a time. We have. And I think now currently have seven, so <laughs> still a lot of dogs. Yeah, still a lot. <laughs> what have you noticed about having, who really stands out in your memory? I know everyone's important, but you must have had some really special dogs along the way. Well, I think last time that we were together, we spoke about magic, which I lost uh, in early 2020. And then we touched on coconut a little bit, which we lost about a year ago, January Mm -hmm. 21. Uh, They were both older dogs and lost them, but they were quite special. What made them special to you? You know, they were, they just were unconditional love. They were always present. All they wanted was to hang out with me and were always waiting when I came back. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. And you have a a dog that is really special to you right now. Well, I know you have several special dogs, but you told me about one of them and Dakota kind of is has the opposite facial decoration, so to speak, as one of our dogs. So I think that's kind of fun. Tell us about that dog. Yeah, so Dakota actually became the replacement dog for Magic. So she is three years old, approximately. I got her not long after Magic's passing in 2020. And she's also a full-size Australian Shepherd and just been the best dog. I mean, mm-hmm. she other than she's an Australian Shepherd, so she sheds enough for you know a full dog every day oh yeah blankets you could weave yeah, yeah. so other than that <laughs> but she's perfect she's you know fully housebroken she loves she loves to chase the horses loves to chase the deer loves to play in the yard you know but then when i'm home she's in the house and lays right by my side mm-hmm. have you noticed any difference in her demeanor when she's outside versus inside outside she's more unfocused and definitely a dog she's mm-hmm. you know there's a squirrel around every corner it's chasing this it's chasing that doing this or that where as soon as she comes in the house when i'm there then she's singular focus yeah she stays by my side or seated by my chair. That really reminds me of when we are in God's presence, we tend to be a little bit more focused, right? (laughs) 
sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we should realize that we can be in God's presence all the time, so he gets to see us at work and at play. But <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, and you would hope, two, two sides of that, you would hope, because he is always present, but you would hope we would have the excitement to be in his presence that she has for me to come home. Mm-hmm. And the other side of it is you would hope that we could be as present. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, as patient and present as she is, yeah. which we as humans are very seldom that ple- that present. Yeah. Um, well, and, and God does promise us to be present, doesn't he? Throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament, too. He does. He states multiple times that all we have to do is call out and you will find him. Yeah. Uh, he's there. It's not like we have to make an appointment or we have to go search for him. He's right there. Definitely. And as you had pointed out, he's there all the time. So it's not, again, like it's some, you don't have to be a special occasion. You can be in his presence anytime you want. That's a great point because we're with our dogs all the time. Some of us can take our dogs to work even. It doesn't have to be a special occasion to be with our dogs. No, and it doesn't have to be with him. And he's always there. And just like our dogs, he is patient when we do ignore him. Mm-hmm. And we're not there for them. Mm-hmm. He's still there. Yeah. As our dog, you know, one of the keys with your dog, I think, is it's hard to put. They are so unconditional. The true example of unconditional love. You know, there's really nothing you can do. That's true. Well, Dwayne, it's been really awesome to talk with you about this because I think we've really hit on some things, and your experience with your dogs has really hit on some things that we kind of take for granted. So glad that you were here to talk about God's presence. But I don't want you to leave before we have a chance to talk a little bit about the real estate market because the real estate market is a little unusual right now. And based on your experience, what do you see going on? And It is a little bit. The unusual part of what the market is, that it's reverted back pretty quickly to our normal great market. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds funny, but it quickly did it. You know, we went through two years of kind of insane multiple offers, accelerating prices, just no inventory. Mm-hmm. And we've Pretty quickly with COVID getting under control, everybody going back to work, we don't have nearly the buyers in the market. We don't have much more inventory, so we still are at a very tight inventory. And there's a lot of people out here, there's two sides of the market right now that people are concerned about. And part of it is because they listen to the national news. Mm, And we live in the Hill Country, which is not in, you know, a lot of the places in the country. And one of the things is obviously interest rates are a little bit higher. Well, the one thing I would say about that, and we're still seeing mortgage rates anywhere between the mid fives to seven. And we were spoiled by twos or threes. But if you look at history up until 2010, we never had anything below six. And I've done it for so long. We sold houses at 18%. Yeah. Not saying that that's all good. The other part of it, and I tell my buyers and sellers right now is a great time to buy and a great time to sell if you're in the market to do either one. And the buyers are like, well, I'm concerned because I'm having to pay, you know, 6% interest. Well, we aren't in the craziness anymore, but the projections for the Hill Country are still almost double-digit appreciation. So if you look at the probability of our interest rates lowering, that's pretty slim. Mm -hmm. And every day that you're not buying, you are getting a price increase. And one of the things I tell people, because over the last two years, especially 
maybe three years, everybody's like, well, you know, I got my house bought at two and a half percent interest rate. Yeah, but you paid $50,000 more than the house was worth because the market caused that. You would be better off now. I tell my buyers, look more at your return, your rate of return than what you're just, you're simply your interest rate is. Right. We are seeing for the buyers, we are seeing, and for the sellers, we're seeing now that houses, they haven't depreciated in value. Uh, we've just settled back into a level. There's not any more 50000 over list price. And we are seeing some negotiation now. Mm. So I would tell my sellers, be ready that, you know, you're not going to get a full price or a over offer now. And I would tell my buyers, you can, you know, make some reasonable offers, mm -hmm. but it's not a, it's not a buyer's market. It's not a fire sale. It's not a bad market. It's a great market. We've mm -hmm. just reverted back to our normal Hill Country great market. Yeah. Well, thanks for that perspective, because I think you're right. We do hear a lot of hype these days on everything, including interest rate and real estate. So thank you, Dwayne Rivers, with the Rivers team, with Phyllis Browning, for giving us some kind of balanced viewpoint of what's really happening in the world today, at least in the Hill Country. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thanks for being with us today. Before we bring the show to a close, I'd like to leave with a thought to ponder. Yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. We all know about dogs who pursue their natural inclinations to chase the deer. But when their master came back into their presence, they became calm and intelligent dogs, just like they were meant to be. I ponder how often do we pursue our natural inclinations when we would be much more content in the presence of God. Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com. This is Meg Greer, and you've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. You can listen again to the show on our website or subscribe on your favorite podcast site. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for show bonuses. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at God and Our Dogs and click follow. Subscribing and following help the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and Our Dogs. God and Our Dogs.com. I'm Judith Rivers, who along with my husband, Dwayne, formed the Rivers Team with the Phyllis Browning Company. The Rivers Team possess a deep understanding of both residential and ranch properties. The Rivers Team pride ourselves in providing client personalized service from the initial listing meeting to staging and photography to marketing and even to the final negotiations. The Rivers Team reinvents real estate with luxury concierge at your service. Find us at theriversteam.com. Children's Story Time. The Patrick Heath Library is open today from 10 to 4. This is Bernie Radio.